Welcome to another edition of the Cause I Have To podcast. This one, we get to eat, which we're very excited about. We have Chef Michael Antonorsi on, who happens to be a chocolatier. Welcome aboard. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. We're so excited that you were sending us uh, some samples and we were worried about chocolate samples and we were worried that we weren't going to get them in time. And literally 15 minutes before, guess what? Chocolate samples arrived. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect timing. You're going to talk to us about chocolate, about how you are living your greatest passions, and and we're going to taste some delicious chocolate. So welcome aboard. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the Cause I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. We're your hosts. I'm Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you. And hopefully we help you find your dharma. Let's do it. Welcome, Chef Michael. Uh, with Chew Wow, right? That's how you pronounce Perfectly it. Perfectly pronounced, yes. You yeah. chew and say wow. Chew wow. <laughs> and it's spelled C-H-U-A-O. People are looking it up. Okay, so uh, just to give a little background for us, we happen to find a delicious piece of chocolate. It's one of the ones in the sampler. It's called Firecracker. Mm. And it has a little bit of uh, Pop Rocks in it. But we we found it at a liquor store, really nice, fancy liquor store in L.A. Um, What is the store called, Jason? Uh, Uh, Mel and Rose, yeah. Mel and Rose. It's on Melrose. Yeah. Um, so that's we saw you had a great story on the back about uh, becoming a chocolatier. And that's why you're on the program. We have people well. <laughs> who like live their biggest passions and um, we want to hear your story. We want other people to hear it. So start us off. Where did it all begin? <laughs> well, it, well, it all began because I had to. And uh, I. Like uh, like perfect. That. Perfect. <laughs> I, I, I was born in Venezuela, so I'm from Venezuela with a German mother and a Venezuelan father. And I, I kind of went through my life, my early life in this stage of trying to impress your parents and moved really quickly. By 16, I was out of high school, came to the U.S., and then I did biomedical engineering at UCSD. And then by 21, I was back home. Then I got an MBA, then started computer networking and telecommunications business. And all that big rat race running crazy, all I wanted to do was to cook. Actually, when I graduated from college, thinking that my dad would be very proud of having a biomedical engineer's son, I wouldn't even give him the chance to say, you know, dad, I just want to go cook. So I didn't give him the opportunity to say yes or no. I just assumed he was going to say no. So I went on and it continued my rat race until I was able to afford myself my passion. But all I wanted to do was just cook. So when I was 36 or so, um, I had businesses. I've been always an entrepreneur and I was able to kind of Close, sell some stuff off and pass it over. And I, I uprooted my family, went to Paris to become a chef. Found that love that I had for the cuisine and the French who have uh, kind of like the architects of culinary arts. So, <clears throat> and of course, I love the French language and everything around the food and everything over there is magnificent. So I took my family, went to Paris and went to the best school I could find to become a chef. And then I specialized in chocolate making and pastry making. So then my brother and I, who have done business from the past, uh, we started thinking, okay, what do we do next? So San Diego was, of course, UCSD, alma mater. My brother's married to a San Diego, and so we decided to come down to San Diego. And what we wanted to do, well, let's, we went from high-tech, low margins, to low-tech, higher margins. And that was, you know, chocolate. I was going to do a restaurant, but I didn't think that I wanted to be off my feet until like one in the morning every day. So chocolate was actually the right thing to do. Additionally, we come from Venezuela, and Venezuela is kind of like uh, the bedrock of one of the finest cacaos in the world. And, uh, you know, my heritage and my great-grandfather had cacao plantation so we wanted to bring some of that that cacao kind of a expression into the united states into san diego with the european techniques and stuff like that so we started making uh, bonbons and truffles in encinitas in 2002 so we're turning 20 this year wow wow we're we're literally an an adult company now we went through all the tantrums we went through all the uh arrogant years of uh, narcissism teenagehood and now i think we are mature so we're more stable now (laughs) 
<laughs> that's amazing. I, I mean, I would agree that 20 years that seriously, let's just give a little. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's man. Been a, it's been a journey. I we believe are, that we are starting to see your chocolates in all kinds of stores everywhere. So that's pretty, that's pretty well. I feel, I, I thought we just kind of like fell upon it in this liquor store, but then all of a sudden we're like, wow, there it is again. And there it is again. So you really are expanding. That's cool. Yeah. We're, we're working on it. You know, it's been a roller coaster as every business, but you know, when I saw the name of your podcast, I thought, you know, yeah, cause I just had to, and, I, and I, it took me 36 years to be able to do what I had to. So I just wow. encourage people out there to do it earlier. You know, if they, if they find their passion aligned with the work that they can do, then do that. Don't do anything else just cause it pays more or whatever, because then actually your work becomes play as you guys know right you guys enjoy your work and it's in line with your passion so you know you uh, so that's that's definitely my my recommendation out there so do you regret at all going to um college and getting your bio what was it well that's a good question because maybe i needed to have these building blocks to be able to you know there's multiple things happening your personal maturity is not there quite there yet going to college is always a good thing to gain that you know socializing and learning responsibilities and somehow work uh, directed you know tools and talents uh, but in general, I don't really regret anything in my life. You know, I think uh, uh, my ego was fully satisfied when I was doing businesses and selling businesses and do that. And then my passion was became satisfied when I went to culinary school. So right now I mix them both. Uh, it's hard to mix business and passion because sometimes one takes over and it's sometimes the business. So then you start having to call your passion back up again because you're like, hey, 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 I'm losing it. I don't feel as excited anymore. So, so but it's it's working, you know, and, and I think usually the swings of businesses are usually a associated with the fact that they don't align. When you align more into the business side, my experience is that the business starts getting whittled down. When you align with your passion side, then your business starts rocking because you, you bring that energy into the business. So, But sometimes we get greedy and we're looking at the money and we're looking at the, we're, we're scared and we're looking at cash flow, you know, so it's a, it's a little bit of a dance. It's been a fun dance. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a, that's a nice dance. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be hard to keep the balance of all that. You know, you want to make money, but you also don't want to lose uh, the heart of what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tough one. But, you know, the good thing is that I'm doing it in chocolate. So uh, I'm really <laughs> fortunate. Yeah. So you could do it. <laughs> you could do it making some widgets or whatever or some electronics or whatever. But chocolate is good and, and it makes everybody happy. So that really keeps us fueled. So like when we started the company, we're a typical entrepreneurship, kind of really full of ourselves. And, and we thought that we could do everything the way we wanted and not forget about completely the clientele. So uh, at first, for instance, first we choose a name that nobody can pronounce because I didn't know that in the United States, putting three vowels together was so hard, you know, chu, wow, or like lu, wow. So it can be called chow, chi, cho, chi, wow, any cho name you want. <laughs> then our, our tagline was unusual, unexpected, and delicious chocolate. And, uh, and I never really, I didn't think that for America, unusual and unexpected is not welcomed, but uh -huh. delicious is. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's just, you know, it's, it's for the trailblazers. But in general, if you want to go broad market, you want to be, you want to connect with them. But I didn't know that. That was, that was a very self-centered, egocentric um, uh, you? entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you pay, you know, you, 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 feel, you feel that ego and then at the end you're going to pay. It always happens. So, yeah. so now I'm, I'm beginning to kind of be a little bit more chill. So did you take so, out unusual and unexpected from your... Oh, yeah. And then we went from unusual and expected and delicious to arousing your senses with mm -hmm. deliciously chocolate experiences. And I didn't really connect the fact that in the United States, arousal is usually associated with sexual arousal. Yeah. I right. wanted to express like the arousal of your senses where you eat a chocolate and you feel all the things and layers going on. So second miss. Uh, but then one moment, I had an aha moment, and I realized when I saw the joy that everybody had when they ate the chocolates, I realized that we're actually really not in business to sell anything. We're in the business of joy. So then we created for the company an intention, which is to share joy with the world through deliciously engaging chocolate experiences. So when you share joy, joy is really uh, very dynamic. So you can then you other people share it with other people. So at that point, everything changed and whatever was going a little rocky started climbing up and we started really lining up the passion with intention with what really we are all about, which is really feeling alive and, and enjoying the pleasures of life. Wow. Absolutely. I mean, I, everything you're saying, I'm just like, okay, yeah. What else? <laughs> what else you got? Keep on telling me more, man. <laughs> 
it's no, it's, it's just, it's so, you know, this is why we do the podcast because when we meet people like you, it, it's just, it's such a beautiful mind blowing experience to hear and listen and Very see inspiring. like, yeah, well, it really thank is. you so much. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, just your packaging is great. It's so like, it I love the eye. I love the line. Uh, I think it's on your website. Chocolate is our love and joy is our life. Join the movement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag crafted with joy. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's it's just uh, there's no discussion. You know, when you were in business, you get into competition and then you're like, oh, my chocolate is darker than yours or the origin or larger or cheaper or whatever. Oh, that's so tiring. That's super tiring. But then when I went to joy, we're here to share joy. If you're sharing joy, then you're a partner. You're not a competitor. I'm not right. really going to go fight into those money games and this yours better than me or white. No, you want to deliver on the promise of sharing joy. And uh, we do it our way. You do it your way. Making the world a more joyful place. Very true. I couldn't agree more. Wow. I did want to, for people listening, I just want to tell them all the different kind of flavors of chocolate that you have. Like just potato chip. Sprinkle Dreams, Oh My S'mores, Salted Chocolate Crunch. I mean, are you getting hungry, everybody? Honeycomb, <laughs> Mintfully Brownie, Spicy, is it Maya? Maya? Spicy Maya? Spicy Maya, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that was our first chocolate bar. Oh. That bar, we, yes, that one we created in homage to the Aztecs and the Mayas and thinking that if they would be around now, what would they eat? So, of course, started you know, adding spices and I, you know, pasilla chili to give it a little more earthiness and cayenne pepper and cinnamon. So it's a really nice combination. And I discovered with that bar that actually when you try it, which I don't know who has the chocolates, but you should try it. Yeah, right now. <laughs> I believe well, I we, could, we, could do a, we could do a tasting from the beginning to the end. That one is the second to the last one that we tried. Oh. But it's okay. Uh, but you feel how it warms up your throat really nicely. The cayenne pepper just heats your throat. It doesn't really destroy your palate. So you're going to have yeah. more. We both like, I mean, Jason loves spice, but I'm getting into spice yeah. myself. So I look forward to tasting I like that. it a little too much. It's it's probably yeah. not good for my insides. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, some people say it's cleansing, you know, some people say it's actually quite a medicine, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I, guess, no, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. It's <laughs> like they say, the, the difference yeah. between medicine and poison is a dosage. So... Right. Uh, Maybe not so much. <laughs> yeah, I need to go less dosage. Too. Yeah, maybe we need to dose less on wine and whiskey. <laughs> <Yes>. Well, <laughs> but, and, the, and the chocolate goes real well with those for sure. Uh, yeah, well, I, said, I was going to I said to Jason, I don't want to, obviously we wouldn't eat all of these, but I'm like, we better save a lot of this because I want to taste these with wine <laughs> and different things. I saw yeah. you, you have on your site, like what's really great is that people can actually buy this tasting box. And yep. you also have suggestions of what to um, to pair with them. And I love that with the dark chocolate, you wrote an old fashioned, which is one of our favorite drinks. Yeah. 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 These tastings, I do this little taste of joy is a little box. Actually, it's become very popular with COVID because uh, I do little uh, like a Zoom call and uh, oh. uh, I do a virtual tasting. And oh God, with yeah. a lot of companies, yeah, with uh, with Ernst and Young and Qualcomm and Sony and different companies, and they so they get their people. And everybody gets their chocolate uh, case, and then I go through a tasting, and we go from the beginning to the end and tell the story. And then I collect a fee, which actually then I donate to Feeding San Diego COVID chapter because oh, wow. the reason the reason we're meeting on Zoom is because of COVID. And we're doing well with COVID, but a lot of people are not. So, so that we, we can help them out and everybody gets to chocolate and hear the stories. And it's actually quite fun. That, uh, you know, what's the most negative thing about you? 36 years ago when you had an ego. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. I'm not even kidding, man. Your, your positivity is so, it's so real and it's, and it's kind of refreshing and very like heartfelt and warming. So I don't know, man. (laughs) No, you're too kind. You're too kind. (laughs) Maybe it's because it's Thursday. We're close to the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a little bit of everything. I'm sure you're not wrong, but it is you as well. (laughs) Well, I mean, you seem like even we were talking about um, you guys were sending us samples so we could taste them during the podcast. And I emailed this morning. I said, hey, I don't know if they're going to come in time. You know, should we reschedule? And you're like, hey, 
it's fine. We can do it with them, without them. The universe will provide. And they did 15 minutes it, before. Absolutely. <laughs> Michael knew. The chef knew. That's right. Fine. Yeah. Chef, yeah. Well, you know, in time, you start realizing that there's, there's a lot you cannot do, you know? Yeah. And actually, the more energy, especially when it depends on postal office, you send and everything, and then getting worried about it and getting all stressed out never really adds any value. So, you know, maybe that's my age thing that's getting me a little bit more uh, more clear in that because I used to push a lot before and try to get things my way. But but then, you know, you start understanding the flow of the universal energy of everything and you get into the flow and then all of a sudden everything happens. Like traveling with COVID, how complicated is that? So you can get really in your head and get all yeah. stressed out or you can just say, hey, I'm just going to read my things, do my things, and boom, and everything works. So here the same, you know, uh, I wish I really put inside, I really wanted them to arrive. <laughs> but, you know, I, I understand that, you know, it's just letting it go and just go with, and trust, trust the process. That's right. And I think because you did that, it arrived yeah. right on time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and no energy was wasted. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, none, zero. We were just like, okay, well, if it doesn't come, it doesn't, oh, it's here. <laughs> Should we start our tasting here, or what's the, what's the story? Well, if you would like to, yes. Uh, uh, you know, we can start with the first one, which would be the potato chip. Oh, potato chip chocolate. I can't There's wait so to many, try that. so many, I've got to find it. I think it's, it's pretty pretty Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the potato chip is, that's a 41% milk chocolate. We add dark chocolate to the milk chocolate. And that, uh, that one, um, you know, you grab a piece and then you yeah, just start eating it. And uh, at first you're going to have a lot of chocolate front. So it's like 80% of the whole mix is actually chocolate. But then you have to, this is another philosophical lesson. We need to just go slow. So as you, as you continue eating the chocolate, you kind of clean it in your mouth and you continue. You have a lot of chocolate with a lot of crunch, some little mm -hmm. salty notes. Don't put, no, stop. <laughs> you're proving me right now. <laughs> because uh, because what happens is that right now you just went through the chocolate phase as you clear your mouth and there's almost nothing left as you blow through your nose you're going to get all the elements of the potato chips right so but you have to be like you have to really take your time through the experience because otherwise if you eat another piece of chocolate then you're just going to stay in the front note of the chocolate and you're never going to get to fully experience the flavor profile of the chocolate right so again kind of like Going slower in life uh, helps us see the nuances of things. So as you blow through your nose, you see how you get the potato oh, yeah. chips as you clear your mouth, and then you're ready for another piece. So there's a little bit of a ruling here, a little bit of a, of, 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 of instructions. Yes, you can. Go slow, <laughs> Slater. Go slow. Uh, that's good. But so then that I, one maybe with a beer would be good. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the saltiness. Oh, man. I'd probably a do a Modelo with this or a brown or a, ale. A brown ale, a brown Modelo, yes, but not yeah, the... Yeah, Negro Modelo. That's Negro Modelo would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I love that. My God. Work. The, 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 yeah, the journey of start putting it in your mouth to the exhale at the end with, um, seriously, that you literally nailed it, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just a chocolatier. You are a freaking wizard. This is incredible. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing is that in your mouth, all you see is, you know, you detect saltiness, sweetness, bitterness and stuff like that. But all your memories are in your nose. So, sure. you know, you got to wait till that olfactory system engages into the nuances of your experience. And then you remember and you recall. So we, we have, a, if you see the packaging, we have a very uh, mouth-watering uh, picture there. But, you know, mm -hmm. it's not clearly a bowl of potato chips with chocolate it is actually a chocolate bar with potato chips but but the idea is that you've you you end you finish the picture uh, especially when you take your time to do the experience slowly and then you eventually know that it is a potato chip chocolate bar right man that's very good that is delicious i know what's the next one i was gonna the say next one, we... <laughs> <laughs> the next one would be the uh the sprinkle dreams Oh, sprinkle! I see it. Oh, yeah. So that one is is a uh, is a uh, it's sort of like a inspired by the, when you're eating an ice cream cone and you're mm -hmm. left with a little butt of the cone, oh, and you God. always have that waffle and 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 chocolate stuff like that. That's what I 
that's what I tried to emulate with this experience. So again, a slow process of, you know, chewing on this chocolate where you get a lot of crunch from the waffle and, and all of that stuff. And uh, we put, we put hazelnuts in it. So because the hazelnuts, they feel go uh, really well with chocolate in the United States is mostly almonds with uh, chocolate, but in Europe is more hazelnut. And I find it very elegant. So here at the end of the experience, when you kind of blow, blow through your nose, you start getting a little bit of those hazelnut notes start, you know, coming up and giving you that, that elegant layer of hazelnut. I'm a big hazelnut fan, and whenever we do go to Europe, I'm going to go nuts with hazelnut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, my God. And the Italian hazelnut. Oh, they go. That's where crazy. we're. We've been, yeah. we've been wanting to go to Italy for. COVID has crunched our it, Italy it, trip. It, oh. it, it, it stopped it immediately. It just was like, sorry, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're, they're not doing well. They're, they're pretty strict. They're not the most strict country in Europe right now. Yeah, right. But it'll happen. It'll open up. It'll open up and you'll be there. That's right. Just like we when got our chocolates. Right. When the time is yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. At the, at the right moment. So oh the God. next one would be the s'mores, if you want to go for that one. Oh, yeah. And the s'mores, was a, it's a funny development because uh, at first, uh, you know, I, I have our brand director. Um, he started this gorilla campaign and just started posting inspirational boards everywhere. My office, the corridors everywhere. America needs s'mores. Like people around the bonfire roasting marshmallows. It's like, oh, more s'mores and s'mores. And I'm like, hey, you know, I, I don't know how to do this with a s'more. You know, I can't put it inside the chocolate. The marshmallows. And, and then I got these little vegan marshmallows that I made in Chicago. And I started thinking, and I did the next bad thing, which is I started putting the marshmallows on top. So uh, what happened was curious is like uh, my branding director proved me wrong, you know, because this bar became and is our number one selling bar. Uh, so again, instead of unusual and expected, remember that? It's familiar what counts. Mm. And uh, uh and it's really good because you get the crunch and the marshmallow, you get all the textures and stuff. Mm. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and then, of course, when you're doing a process where you're putting marshmallows on top of the chocolate bars by hand, then, you know, if you do more, it becomes more complicated. But we're, we're having fun putting and placing marshmallows on top. And, uh, and it is really a signature bar right now for us. Yeah, this we, is that's great. really, I mean, okay, all of them are delicious. It, seriously but this one is like just kind of a different level which i guess is why you're like okay this is the next one and there's a reason there's a reason why this is the next one i want to take a yeah. kitchen torch and like oh yeah and just yeah yeah i know i know that would be perfect if you could have him somehow a little bit caramelized like that that'd be perfect yeah. we tried we we thought about that and we tried and, and it wouldn't work out <laughs> yeah well that's all right it's still incredible so what's the next one the next one would be, uh, oh, by, by the way, the, the s'mores one, actually. You guys are in the East Coast, or where are you? We're in L.A. No, no. Yeah, L.A. Oh, oh you're in L.A. Okay, so no, because we haven't been, there's going to be in Costco in the Midwest. Mm. Uh, and, um, okay, so the next one would be, now we're going to go into the dark chocolate side. So the, the first one is the salted chocolate crunch. That one is, again, same system. That's a that's a 60% dark chocolate, and it's our formula that is made for us. Uh, and it has Venezuelan cacao inside, which kind of gives it it's a little bit of acidity. So when you start eating this chocolate, you start feeling there's going to be salivation around the tongue, in the sides of the tongue. So it's activating your your glands. And, uh, and that acidity I find interesting because it gives it a little bit more of a fruity type of chocolate flavor profile to the chocolate, not so so cacao pudding kind of thing. And uh, mm. this one, again, a lot of crunch. Again, you go slow at first, you have a lot of chocolate. And then at the end, once you have cleared your mouth, you blow, and then you get the, the aroma of uh, toasted bread. So that one was actually, uh, when I was young growing up, my mom would take me to the tennis club and we'll play tennis and we go to the cafeteria for snacks. And this is the absolutely most epic snack. You get a nice piece of baguette, you get a chocolate bar, you put it inside and you put it on a panini press. And you let it sit there, you make a panini, so it makes a nice crunchy outside, and the chocolate melts inside. And this is what we would eat when we were young, you know, before Nutella existed. Wow. And so I wanted to kind of recreate that experience. And I don't know if I can squeeze in another anecdote, you know, with this whole arrogance of being an entrepreneur uh, and being self-centered. I called this bar originally panko, because it has panko breadcrumbs. And I thought, of course, everybody knows what panko is, right? <laughs> and then... And the packaging and the packaging was kind of golden, didn't have a picture now, it said panko. So 
when we decided to do the rebranding and completely change our packaging into something really that conveys and connects with people quickly, uh, uh, we changed the name of that chocolate bar to Salted Chocolate Crunch. This was because I did a thing with Godiva uh, nationwide, and they told me, no, your names that nobody could pronounce uh, had to be changed. Just things that are more familiar to the market. Another thing that we learned in this process. Mm. So this one we call Salted Chocolate Crunch. And we put a picture of this you know, bread in front with the chocolate. And so when we got the new packaging, when we did rebranding, I asked my salesperson to go to the first market that we had closed and to change all the old product to put new product in to see how quickly it starts turning. When he's doing that, a woman comes by and says, oh, my God, I love the salted chocolate crunch. And he was, oh, thank you so much. You know, let me just, he was going to volunteer more information. And she says, oh, by the way, I hated the panko. So here for all the marketing students, uh, this, uh, and, I, and I did an MBA and I, got, I didn't learn anything about marketing clearly. And um, so from the same exact bars, just changing the packaging and the name yeah. went from hate to love. Wow. So, so that was, that was kind of like a, a good learning in the process. So marketing, packaging, quick connection, super important that I learned. It's not all about, you know, killing it. Yeah, well, I'm so funny. You know, nobody gets your joke if it's a foreign joke. Right, right. right. <laughs> it was like a marketing placebo almost. You're just like, okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> well, we so- didn't change a thing. All right, what's yeah, the, the next one is going to be uh, the uh, honeycomb. Oh, yeah. Jason's been waiting to try I've this. I've been one. waiting my whole life to he try was, this. He was praying. I really was. I was like, let it be, please. please. <laughs> that, that, one, that one is a really good one to, to, to pair up with a single malt scotch. Ooh. Probably, probably American whiskeys also, if they have caramel notes to them. Yeah. So that one is made with what we call a confectionery honeycomb, which is uh, caramelized honey with the sugar. And then we put a baking soda and it starts bubbling up. Yeah, that's the one. And, uh, and that gets this thing that we pour over cooling tables and it gets crystallized. So it has a honeycomb type structure, which is, makes it crunchy, but not hard. So it does not going to, you know, break your teeth. In this one, by particularly, you get a lot of honey front notes oh, from the yeah. get go. Wow! You get the crunch and and, uh, and chocolate. So that one we we've had in American Airlines in, with a cheese platter for a while now. Oh wow! And uh, and it is uh, well, with COVID, everything is kind of convoluted, but it's a good one to be uh, to get when you get the cheeses. How how long has that flavor been out? Oh, uh, at least uh, I don't know. I would say seven years, if not more. Okay. I'm not kidding. When we went on, remember that one flight we took to New York? Oh, it might've been 2018. We had to catch an American airlines flight and they gave oh. us, and it came with one of these. Yeah. That's That's where yeah. 2018 we were full on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. These are. Mix these with cheese and wine. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And finish with a little single malt scotch or something. I was going to yeah. say, which, which we do have. So. <laughs> looking Bloody forward to drinking the- later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the next one is uh, is the um, um, the green one, the mint fully brownie. Another one I was looking forward to. That one has a cute story um, because I had these little mini cookies, and it has yeah, it has a mint on top. Again, another great idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the production manager doesn't like. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> I had these little cookies that uh, I just had to do something with them because they were crunchy, Oreo-like kind of thing. But I couldn't. So I wanted to do a brownie, and I wanted to do a crunchy brownie. And I couldn't figure out what to do, so I kind of put it aside. And then I received a letter from Vista Middle School and a teacher. And she wrote me and saying, like, they had this thing that they do the what they do the um, uh, Science Week project. And the, the st- students decided to choose our brand and create a chocolate bar as a project. So they did a whole study. They came out with a mint brownie bar. She said, me this letter. I read this. And I'm like, oh, my God, so cute. And then I'm like, oh, my God, that's perfect. That's the idea. So I go immediately to the kitchen, start working on ideas and stuff like that. Then I called the school and all these 20 kids come. And I wanted to share them my prototypes. And, uh, and of course, we had two hours of unstoppable R&D session. They were throwing information and names and, and mixes and all kinds of combinations, amazing stuff. They did a whole tour in the factory. They ate a lot of chocolate. The parents still remember that because they got home quite wired. And, uh, and it was wonderful because we could get their feedback also to finish up the project. And I wanted them to have a sense that this project is not just get tossed, but actually they could influence the, the production of a commercially viable product. So 
it was a wonderful collaboration and uh, it's amazing how these kids are just so quick and quickly you know i got they were offering ingredients like matcha like who is 11 year old and drinks and has matcha you know only in california i suppose yeah that is a a california thing for sure yeah that has a delicious mint in it that is so good i know and and you're not as big of a fan as i am with mint mint chocolate or any type of mint with chocolate so like it's so that's what is yeah that's that one is difficult to pair with anything alcoholic i would say with a coffee that'd be a good one with a coffee yeah oh yeah yeah mm. tomorrow morning bright and early <laughs> cracking that open <laughs> so the oh, next one is yeah. the spicy maya we, we talked a little bit before so that one uh is it's just a beautiful combination of cinnamon chilies cayenne pepper warming on your throat we had that one or we have that one as a hot chocolate mix too so actually you could or you can even get a bar and melt it down with milk and you can make your hot chocolate. And it's great because you get now the temperature and the Ooh. heat of the cayenne pepper. So now as you eat this one, you'll see it's something I didn't know before either. You know, this is, we created this bar about 10 years ago. Nobody was putting chilies in chocolate then. And, uh, and when I did this, I didn't really know that cayenne pepper, at least with the chocolate, only affects your throat. It just warms up your throat. That's it. It doesn't really go into your palate. It doesn't go. It's not like, oh my God, it's hot. Nothing. It's just a warming sensation in your throat. And that's what I found super interesting with this. So when you have it also as a hot chocolate, then you get this warming sensation in your throat plus the temperature. That one is not pairable with alcohol. I do not believe. Maybe uh, like a nice stout beer. The cinnamon, you know, would have to be like a a good stout beer or something where the cinnamon would also kind of play with it or a, a, a porter or something like that. Yeah, like yeah, dark something dark and and full coffee ish kind of yeah. <clears throat> yep, coffee stout even yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I think I don't know. I don't know if we've had this one. If we did, it would have so. been no. Okay. Because I don't remember the cinnamon. I don't remember the cinnamon either, but I good. I do remember the label. Maybe it was just like oh wow, man. So the last one, but not least, I think it'll be a great finale. Is the firecracker. Oh yeah. That one has Our also favorites. some, has its stories, but please do not put it in your mouth until I tell you. Okay. <laughs> I know I, I hate to sound so, so, bossy. Uh, so bossy, but uh, it is, it is actually, it needs to be explained before you do it because we're going to actually, if I had, I would do it together with you guys, but I've done it so many times. I know exactly what's going to happen. Okay. So, but what you're going to do is you're going to grab a piece of chocolate, you put it in your mouth and you're going to bite only once. And then you're going to push with your tongue, the piece, the chocolate, broken chocolate to your palate, and you're going to move your tongue and just kind of rub it. And just let it go slowly. You can you can decide how fast you want to go, or how much pause, or what happens. You control your experience together with the chocolate, which you cannot control. Okay, so now grab a nice piece and put it in your mouth, and then you can close your eyes. Yeah, yeah, a nice piece, a nice big piece, not the whole bar, but a nice piece, piece. <laughs> it's like the whole piece. Well, just this. <laughs> okay, yeah, one, one bite. Piece. One bite, push it up with your tongue, and then just 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 let it melt and and let it happen, and close your eyes. And just kind of go, and you can decide if you want to rub, 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 or you want to just do a little rub and wait. You can kind of, and then you let it all happen, and you try to see in how many places in your brain and mind this is popping. That is a wild sensation. (laughs) I'm going to be totally honest. We just ate this bar two or three weeks ago, and I did exactly as you just told us how to do perfect he's someone because let's chocolate melt in his mouth i'm like what do you do you eat it (laughs) no and i'm like you don't know you don't just open and throw it down and be like well that was good was it (laughs) did you have fun (laughs) swallowing it (laughs) all the crackling is so loud i feel like you guys should be able to hear it i know yeah So, so the reason why I give this instruction is because if you grab this piece of chocolate and you start just chomping with your teeth, you're going to crack all these sugar crystals and you're going to hear now a random one, but you're not going to let it do mm. what it came to do. Oh my God. So, it, just went, it just went nuts. <laughs> so, the, so this is, these are like, these are uh, um, carbonated sugar crystals. So pop rocks, right? And yeah. they put, they put CO2 inside this little sugar crystal and then the saliva in your mouth starts melting it and makes the, the skin of the sugar crystal so thin that the pressure can pop. If you crush it with your teeth, then you just crush it. And then that, you know, the fun is gone. Takes away, right. Yeah, exactly. That was very- No, that's, I, I'm a, I am such a saver. I savor every little last bite, second experience, taste, smell, whatever it is. 
I savor it to the end. Yeah. I even love it when it That's starts good. going in my throat and it's yeah, yeah, it starts it's still bit. popping yeah. here along here, yeah, yeah. from yeah. from ear to ear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. We, I like to say that we do a sort of like a chocolate meditation. So if you close your ears and your eyes, your mind is no way going to go anywhere. It's just going to be amused by what's happening. Yeah, man, it's such an experience. Holy moly, that was awesome. Yeah, that one was actually. The, the creation of that one was, uh, you know, I'm going to finish with this last anecdote because uh, I thought it was, well, important. Uh, when I finished culinary school, I took a, a group of friends from the graduate culinary school in Paris uh, to San Sebastian, southern Spain, a place everybody should put in their bucket list, best food in the world. And uh, we went to this kind of tour, three Michelin star restaurants and stuff. So we went to this Michelin star restaurant called Aquelarre. We sit down for lunch and we get this little dish, a muse bouche dish or like, an, like a welcome dish <clears throat> with two little blood sausages and a little sauce. And we eat this and it had pop rocks or popping candy, right? So it starts sizzling in your mouth and you feel like they're melting and feel like you're sautéing, you know, something's happening in your mouth. And, and I, we were blown away. We're coming from France where it's very classical cuisine. And then we see this meal going, this plate after plate of incredible stuff. So when the chef comes out to say hello, I ask him, hey, chef, you know, tell me what's the inspiration behind that first little amuse-bush dish. And he says, well, you know what? When people come here, they're talking business or they're talking politics, they could go for the whole meal and not know what they ate. But the moment I give them this little amuse-bush dish, from then on, everything is about the meal. So I thought that was brilliant. Oh. And I took that piece of information, wanted to do that, Took me a while to get these non-safe, non-flavored um, um, pop rocks, and uh, finally did that for a holiday only. And it was supposed to be just for the holidays for, for many years, but then it translated into uh, our most iconic chocolate bar, and we have it in truffle format also. Oh wow! Truffle form? Oh my god! That was the original. It's a, it's sort of like a like a chipotle chili chocolate fudge Ooh, that is yeah. coated with chocolate and popping candy. I do love chipotle peppers in general. Like I'll just get a can and mix it together and make some, you know, make a sauce of some sort. Uh, so when it's chocolate involved with it, that that makes I me think, excited. I think we need to we need to sign you up for our uh, uh, tasting panel. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, uh, don't you dare say that because I will be down peppers. there. <laughs> I will be down there. I'm a taste panel of anything: food, chocolate booze whatever you want i will assist and i will enjoy it <laughs> that's fine yeah. okay uh we're at the part of the program where it's five o'clock somewhere where we ask you five quick questions to get to know you better are you ready chef michael i'm ready okay this might be a two-parter question number one you can only have one piece of chocolate for the rest of your life what kind is it uh, kind being milk, dark chocolate, whatever, something like that. Yeah, like you, yeah. Know, you have all different kind of flavors. Maybe there's a certain type of chocolate uh, that someone else makes that you also really love. But you can only eat that one kind for the rest of your life. I would go uh, with our chocolate, of course, a triple nut temptation. Wow. And actually, it's funny because it's the most classic chocolate that we make. Oh, nice. Really? That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll have to get that one too. My second part on that question would be um, what type of food, if you had to eat the one type of food for the rest of your life, what kind would it be? Uh, not dessert like, but regular meal. Oh, I already do that. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of cheese as well. Yeah. Yeah, we are cheese fans. Any specific cheese or just oh, any? Just any in the bundle. Most, yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, question number two, as a chef, is there any food that you can't stand? Uh, well, yes, there used to be. When I wasn't vegetarian, I would eat meats, but I could not stand internal organs, like livers and kidneys and that. Never. Or monkey bread, have you ever had that? <laughs> don't, even, don't even know what that is. <laughs> How about a tongue of some sort? Yeah, no, no, none of those organs, you know. Yeah. Now I don't eat anything because I am a vegetarian, but yeah. in the past, you know, yes, at least a muscle. <laughs> yeah, there. Okay, there you go. That's a good answer. Okay, question number three, which you may have tapped in on this already. Uh, where is the most beautiful place you've ever been? Oh, uh, so many. And I got to be biased in Venezuela, actually. So beachside. It's called Los Roques, which is an archipelago right in front of the coast of Venezuela, part of Venezuela. Comparable to any Bali kind of a Maldives style, but it's Caribbean. 
uh, and um, or then the jungle where you go to like the Angel Falls and this area where it's the Amazon is absolutely mesmerizing. So I've been fortunate to grow up and visiting both. Yeah, that's yeah. We got to put that on the go-to list. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the first uh, question number four? What's the first thing you do when you wake up? The first thing I do, oh, really? I go to the bathroom. <laughs> What's the second thing you do? <laughs> I try to keep it clean. Um, yeah. uh, the second thing I do, I uh, I go out and uh, turn the heater on so I can start warming up the uh, space where I sit and meditate. Nice. That's a great answer. I love that. Okay, uh, our final question, uh, question number five. What is the best advice you can give someone who is seeking joy? How do they do it? Um, I have trouble, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think I think focusing on how grateful you can be for everything you have around you, starting from your 10 fingers in your hands to every absolutely everything that you're able to see, touch, and eat, and be. Because I think uh, uh, joy is, for me, gratitude in action. So if you're grateful, you can have laughter. If you're not grateful, you cannot have laughter. So that's kind of like, if you can focus on that, I think joy just comes on its own. That was beautiful. You've been a yeah. really great, a lovely spirit to have on our podcast. Cause I oh, have thank to, you. Because you are living <laughs> your dreams. Yes, yes, I just, exactly. When you have to, you, just, you cannot do what you cannot do. You cannot well, not do. <laughs> that's right, no, that's right. I do hope to meet one day and I yeah. will be your guinea pig if you'd like <laughs> and your tester. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you guys are welcome in San Diego. You know, once we are a little bit more open to come and do a little tour in the factory, we can eat chocolate. We can we can design a chocolate together. We can do whatever. <laughs> oh my God, that would be unbelievable. That would be fun. Do you do that? Do you have people like having, that would be a neat thing to have people come in and like for the day they can design a little chocolate. We used to, we used to have uh, little classes where you could design your own chocolate bars and people come with families. Um, so we, we had a, a lot of going on right now. We just have a boutique open that we had closed for like 20 months. Uh, and you can see the factory. We used to do tours, public tours twice a day. So now it's only like very special occasions when in small, because we don't, you know, well, everybody knows where COVID is right now. So. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, thank you, chef Michael Antonorsi. Did I get that right? Nice. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. The, the Chihuahua Chocolatier. It's been a joy having you on. And thank you for sharing your passion and all your beautiful insights on life. Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to share this joy with you. And actually, I take all the joy you share with me. So that charges me up too. <laughs> beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. If you want to uh, find out more, you can go to the website, uh, Chihuahua Chocolatier. That's C-H-U-A-O. ChihuahuaChocolatier.com. You guys are also on Instagram, I believe, under just yes. Chihuahua Chocolatier. Mm -hmm. Yes. Excellent. Well, thank you for being on. Yes. Thank you so much. Be well and stay joyful. That's namaste. right. And namaste. Got to end it with that. <laughs> namaste. <laughs> namaste. <laughs> Welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guests after they leave their room. Should we have called him Chef Mike? Do you think he ever goes by Mike? <laughs> Chef Mikey D. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> you know, it's funny, just in some of the email exchanges, I got the vibe. He was very woo-woo in, in a very positive way because I love that stuff. But he, yeah. he uh, I think even at the bottom of his email, it said, wait, I had it written down here. P.S. Everything will be all right if you let go. So he's very, I felt like we got a lot of great vibe from that guy. Besides all the great chocolate he gave us. Oh my um, gosh, this is insane. And, yeah. and just a great example that, you know, he started out studying biomedical something or other. Engineering. Bio, I don't even know what a biomedical engineer does. I but know. um, it went from that and was like, you know what? Oh, I just want to make stuff food he's smart you know what i'll have to email him i didn't even tell him that um my two brothers are french chefs and he's got to go to their restaurants i was gonna bring it up but i just i kind of just wanted him to you know explain his thing and do it yeah, yeah. 
Oh my God. What I should have done also was put this guy up and go, oh my God, look at how good looking he is. <laughs> uh, that looks better than you, you had uh, during the whole thing. You had like that. I know the blur. I realized blur and you're like on yeah. a green screen and you look different than everybody else. Sorry. No, it's fine. Just saying. Okay. That kind of looks cool, although it's a little distracting. It is a little <laughs> Look bit. at that. Your rock star self. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you like tap it. Hey, guys. Yeah, hey, guys. Hey. All right, there we go. Um, the chocolates were all delicious. Do you have a favorite of those? <clears throat> Normally, I would say my favorite was the firecracker, but that's only because we ate it so much. It, I'm kind of, I'm not sad, but I'm a little sad that he didn't want to dive into these. Well, it's Which, not part of the tasting. Those were two right. extras that he sent us. Should we that he take kindly, a bite? That we he kindly. That he kindly. Well, hold on. Yeah, let's. Which one do you want to do first? <laughs> Golden goddess. Yeah, of course. Um, although maybe we should just open one. Well, but we're both here. So. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, Opening Golden well. Goddess, which is caramelized sugar and pure 100% cacao nibs. Dazzling, Dazzling sweet, sweet white chocolate. Like w mother F and T F. Opening up these other two because the Because we have to. Remember though, you gotta go slow and you gotta enjoy. Now that he's gone, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> this is why I didn't get into. Uh, I almost considered getting into the wine business, but after oh my gosh, I took that wine tasting class. Yeah. And we had to taste like 40 wines a day. And I'm like, look, I just want to drink a glass of wine. I want to yeah. taste them all and swish it and not swallow it. And oh, my God. This is, in, this is insane. Oh. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> Holy chateau. Golden goodness. I think I said, um, did I say goddess before? Yeah. Golden goodness. It's hard to see. It's backwards. It is hard. There we go. Um, that is very good. That Holy. might be surprising. Wow. Wow. I could see that with that one might be good with a whiskey, a beer for sure. We gotta dig into the carrot cake. Oh yeah. I know. I'm like, I'll show. Um, Michael. So much. Michael's such a rad dude. And you know, when you listen wanna... to this, Michael, I hope you do. Seriously, man. No, I'm. I'm not even kidding. He is. His, he was such a incredible makes great meals you know what I'm gonna yeah. say, let's just come over for dinner how about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right now i'm checking out the carrot cake which is something i would never consider buying oh my god that smells incredible oh wow gotta go slow what really the flavors exploded in your mouth that's what he's nailed wow. with these chocolates he nailed the flavors to a Freaking yeah. tea. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> this is insane. What? It's very good. Literally, as it finishes. Oh, I just kept eating. <laughs> you'd be so disappointed in you, right? I'm now. sorry, Michael. <laughs> when it gets to the end, it literally turns into a carrot cake, like batter with yeah. the icing. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! Wow, Michael, okay. you, you are, you and your family and your team. <laughs> I tip my cap to you. I swear. It's kind of wild. This is like, insane. Like I was saying that, you know, when we found this in that, even though it was a fancy liquor store on Melrose, yeah, I kind of thought we just fell upon this tiny little chocolate maker. So when I reached out to him, you know, I was kind of thinking it was this little guy. But then all of a sudden I started seeing the chocolate everywhere. I was like, oh. You're like, oh. And then and he's like, 20 him, years. Oh, yeah, we had a deal with American Airlines and now we're blah, blah. I'm like, oh. Now we're going to be in Costco in the Midwest. So it's um, Chuao. C-H-U-A-O. Which I was going to bring up to him. Chuao. Because you chew and you're like, wow. That's what he said. But also I, I said it. Yeah, well, I also thought of Chihuahua Cacao. Like it sounds, you know. A Chihuahua who likes cacao? Mm hmm. Chihuahua? 
Yo quiero cacao. All right, well, <laughs> that was dumb. he was fantastic. And this was really yeah. fun. And this makes me want to have more um, people who make things and they can send us products while we eat during the podcast because it must be enjoyable <laughs> to listen to, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're like, how does that sound? <laughs> um, it is fun, though. It's because, well, first off, as I told him, we love stuff like this. We love food. We love chocolate. We love drinks. We love, we love enjoyment. We enjoy enjoyment. We love joy. We joy joy. We love joy. We find joy and joy enjoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that it's like, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll send you some stuff. Dude, you are. If Whalebone Winery listens to us at all <laughs> we had them on they didn't send us any one they uh, they're like yeah. you guys are already members we don't need to send you anything i know they hook us up so hard when we go there it's like all right would you like to try everything 300 more times okay all right um, well that's another amazing podcast with Chef michael antonorsi who is a chocolatier and chief joy activator at chihuahua chocolatier so please find them wherever you purchase chocolates. Coming soon yeah. to Costco in the Midwest and perhaps another American Airlines deal. Who knows? That's right. Any flavor, buy it. The firecracker is, we see that one a lot. Oh, you know what uh, I was going to say? Firecracker is my favorite and especially yeah. after doing that whole thing. The pop rock thing gets me nuts because it takes yeah. me back to childhood. I love that. You know what was kind of fun was the s'mores. I'm not a huge s'mores person at all, but I really enjoyed the little marshmallow on top. That was nice. But the graham cracker specks inside of it were... F- <laughs> the the bread. Did you taste like the toasted <laughs> burnt bread at the end? Oh my what gosh. the heck? Now I want to. Now I want to get the bread and put the chocolate and do the freaking panini. Uh, I know. Sounds delicious. Yeah, let's get a baguette. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, yes. I think next week we might have the documentarian for oh, the yeah. movie um, "Lives Well Lived." Uh, we'll right. talk more about that at another time. Okay. Thank you. Until all. next time, guys. Peace out. Chihuahua. Chihuahua out. Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Share it with your friends on your socials and also leave us a great iTunes review. Just Google Cuz I Have To podcast iTunes. Go to the bottom of the page and there's your review section. Make it good, will ya? Find us on Instagram at Cuz I Have To podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's Cuz I Have To podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash cause I have to. Keep living those dreams, friends, cause you have to. Till next time.